Welcome to Fintech's DEI Discussions podcast series. This is the Women of Fintech chapter and we are here today to celebrate the wins, raise awareness of the challenges and walk the talk for change across the entire financial technology industry. Today we are joined by Sarah Clark, Head of People and Culture at Northrow. She is here to share how she walks the talk for inclusion in our sector and what more she wants done. Sarah, it's great to have you with us. Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure. I'm super excited. Let's kick things off. What is your role at Northrop? So essentially my role is everything HR, but I don't really like to use that terminology. I think that people still have a negative perception of HR managers and my role really centres around the culture of the company and continuing to make Northrow a great place to work. In order to try and remove that stigma at Northrow, I believe communication is key. I like to think that I'm easily approachable and the team can communicate with me openly. And when they do, I'm actually listening. And I don't think you can create something people want to be a part of without that. I love that. And I love the listening piece because I think often people can overlook the importance of it. Tell us a bit more about what Northrow does. Northrow is AML compliance and ID verification technology. It's predominantly for those in the compliance space in regulated businesses. Uh, We manage risks more sustainably by automating compliance processes and the customer onboarding journey. In a phrase, we help businesses grow safely. Amazing. And I've absolutely loved getting to know you and hearing all about your career. I know you've experienced a number of different industries in that career. Can you just tell us a bit about what you've noticed and the differences, especially with regards to culture and inclusion? Okay, yeah. So before Northrow, I worked in retail, uh, hospitality, personal care, Uh, product and promotion as well as motorsport so quite a few different areas. Towards the latter part of my career those roles were administrative, they were PA roles, office management roles and I personally feel I've been very fortunate to work across so many industries because I like to believe it's helped support me in my current role and the decisions I make today. I mentioned earlier about communication and that really is a core transferable skill and I believe my time with different industries has opened my eyes. My past roles have allowed me to communicate with people on all different levels and different backgrounds and I think it's this which has helped push me down the path that I find myself on today. As for differences, you can imagine the gender balance across some of those areas is quite disparate I went from working in an office in promotion, which was 75% female, uh, to working for a motorsport group who had 200 plus employees, where only 10% of that group was female. Unfortunately, in my time, I have seen a number of things which had I known what I do now, I would like to think I'd have stepped up and said something. I'm not going to specifically draw on names of people or businesses, but I have seen and have personal experience of gender discrimination. We're talking about conversations following marriage about how so soon you're going to leave to have a baby. Wow. Do I need to find someone to replace you? Being told to dress in a different way for work because it's distracting to the male employees. We all know how you got that promotion. I'd love to be a girl, 
those sorts of comments as well. I also know of men who've worked in industries and roles where they're told that their job defines their sexuality and I know of women who have high-powered jobs sat next to a male of the same seniority in a meeting and they're being the one that's made to take the notes and asked to do that. Unfortunately, despite the fact we all know about discrimination, for a number of reasons, there's still this feeling that you can't speak out about. So I feel very lucky, and it shouldn't really be about luck, but I do feel very lucky to work for a company like Northrow. I'm proud to be in a position where I can really make a difference in that area. Amazing. And thank you for sharing those experiences that you've had because like I can tell that's really come from the heart. Those are difficult memories. There are things that you've gone through and very sadly I relate to so many and I know that the audience will do as well. And just talking about that career pathway, when we were planning this podcast we said companies have a responsibility to identify potential, to give prom promotions, to give opportunities. I wanted you to share your personal story with us. Yeah, they absolutely do. And a huge part of my plans within Northrow for 2024 encompasses all of that. I'm creating an employee experience, so to speak, and I'm delighted to be working so closely on this project because my Northrow story is testament to opportunity, personal growth and professional development. I never really knew what I wanted to do when I left school and I wasn't clear on that until probably my mid-twenties. I realised quite quickly that if I were ever wanted to work in the space I'm in now, I would really need to get experience and transferable skills that would make me stand out um, from candidates who had possibly gone to university. I've been with Northrope for over five and a half years. I started as a PA to the founder and I'd recently been made redundant from a previous role and to be quite frank I felt disposable at that time and like I wasn't good enough and I was up against some really experienced candidates but Adrian the founder of Northrow and Vanessa who was COO at the time saw something in me and for that initial chance I'm forever grateful. This was continued with Adam who followed Adrian as CEO and he pushed me to develop on a personal and professional level and it was then our current executive chairman and CEO Andrew Doyle who promoted me into the senior leadership team as head of people and culture. Of course it falls on the individual too and I've had to be resilient and work very hard alongside the mentoring, training and continued development at Northrow but I'm really proud of myself. Mm. Of course, having three CEOs <laughs> in the time I've been here, Northrow has incorporated different forms of leadership. We have always pushed our values to stay the same and be a people-first business. Mm. It's great to hear how you walk the talk and put your people first. I'd love you to share a bit more about what Northrow does to be as incredibly inclusive as it is. I think it's one thing to be diverse, but it's another thing to be inclusive. I think that Northrow excels in that area. We are a modern company being led with forward-thinking people, and we actively promote inclusivity in this area. We currently sit at around 40 employees with plans to grow that in 2024, and the most recent promotions into the SLT have been female. 
50% of the promotions within the engineering team have also been female. Our overall headcount sits at 40% female, with more hires set for 2024, and our board is 50-50. That is amazing. We are remote working, so we have employees across the entirety of the UK and we have contractors based outside of that too. We have people living in Edinburgh, Belfast, Manchester, Birmingham, Oxford, Devon, Cardiff, the whole range of the UK. And not only that, but we have such diversity and nationality and culture across the company. We worked out at the start of this year that we can speak across North Row over 20 different languages. And we are a UK-based company and English is our universal language. But when we get together, which we do once per quarter, it's always so lovely to hear people communicating in different ways. It's quite an eye-opening and unique experience if you've never witnessed that before. But more than anything, it makes me happy that people feel comfortable to do it. You're probably wondering when I talk about how people feel if I genuinely know what an employee is feeling. Am I telling the truth when I say we have a good culture and it's inclusive? So every quarter we run an anonymous ENPS and every single time we run this since 2019, people and culture come out on top for the company. It's the main reason employees love being a part of North Row and I'm so confident when I say that having been a part of that very transparent process, no one feels excluded, and that is a result of the culture. It's pushed by me, but installed collectively. That is super impressive. I love hearing results like that, not only around who's within the business, but how they're treated in the business, how they're promoted in the business, that those feedback scores are just brilliant and testament to your work, and as you said, everybody's. How important is it that we continue to champion inclusion? I personally think you should lead by example. I mentioned earlier, and I'm guilty of this as well, is that sometimes we hear or see things that don't sit right with us and we're still afraid to step up. I think by championing inclusion, you are giving others the opportunity and the support to do the same. And I think that's where we'll see the change. Mm. Yeah, super important that you talk about that. And with regards to this podcast, I always introduce it saying we're here today to walk the talk because I'm all about what are the actions that are working within this industry. And what I want is for those who are listening to the pod to think, okay, I can take that into my business. So what would you like to see more of for genuine workplace inclusion? For me, it's all about the word genuine. It's not a tick box exercise. North Row hasn't got to be, in my opinion, a diverse and inclusive workplace by analysing data. It's not even necessarily about the statistics, it's about the genuine feeling that you are, as a company and as a person, being inclusive. And I'd like to see more people lead with that feeling over the need to fulfil stats and data. I think in order to lead that initiative, we need more people from all different backgrounds, genders, cultures to be represented especially in senior positions and I think this would empower people to share their opinions more fiercely. I think at the moment as nice it would be for inclusion, diversity and equality to be a natural common occurrence we have to take as individuals and as a workplace that deliberate step to represent genuine inclusion in order for it 
down the line to materialise on its own. Mm. I, I love some of the words you've used there, deliberate steps, fierce with our, our opinions. I think it's absolutely brilliant. And you've just been brilliant today in this podcast. I've loved hearing about your personal experience, but all the work that you're doing for North Row is truly commendable. So thank you for joining us on Fintech's DEI Discussions podcast series. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs>